My name is Scott Chaloner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of this programme will know, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to that end, today we're joined on the show by Janice Levy, the Creative Director of Hair Development UK, the longest established human hair replacement and extension expert in this country. Um, Janice, a very warm welcome to yourself and by all means, thank you for joining us on the programme today. Hello, Scott. Thank you so much. It's really lovely to speak to you again and um, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an immense pleasure, Janice. And uh, um, having, of course, uh, been based um, in um, East London since uh, your foundation as a business um, under your father, of course, Janice, um, you'll be talking to us today, I understand, about uh, the recent expansion of the business to a second premises in Chelmsford, among other sort of goings on behind the scenes, all very exciting stuff. So um, starting with the business's expansion, um, I'd just like to sort of get an idea of how that's going and sort of what the motivations were behind making such a move. Oh, sure. Okay. So actually, it's all terribly exciting. And Mm. I know that my my late father, ZL, would be so, so proud of Mark, who is Hair Development's Managing Director Mm. and my father's nephew, for for really pushing forward these thoughts, this um, vision that that Mark had. and. It was before the pandemic that, that he had initially thought of it. And we realized that we've always been based in East London since our inception in 1960. And we will always have our roots there mm. because we're very loyal to the area. We love the area and we're very well known there. It's an incredible area too with the resurgence of East London now coming to the forefront. I think it's the last pocket of London that is really kind of pushing through now. So it's actually a beautiful thing to see after what the area has been through since the Second World War. But um, Chelmsford um, was made a city a few years ago. It's got a remarkable history and we wanted to choose a second city for our second location. I mean, as a company, we have always shipped internationally. We do wholesale and retail across the globe daily and you know have clients all over the world but we wanted to have our own base so mark and i spent a few months looking at many many different locations until we found the one that just felt right because you do know when you when you just find something that you know is a fit Mm. we found the most beautiful location in railway street which sits literally next to the station the train station, the bus station, the car park, and the taxi rank. As you come off the platform at Chelmsford, you can actually look down Railway Street and see hair development. So the position is incredible. And the people in Chelmsford, it's a very sort of different vibe. It's, Mm. It's a city and it's a beautiful place. There's so many old buildings. There's a cathedral. The history is amazing, but, um, it does have a very relaxed, feel to it and when you take the train from from Stepney Green from our HD headquarters to Chelmsford it takes less than half an hour and all of a sudden you just you know you just come out of that sort of like wild thrust and parry of London and and there you are in a city but in a much more relaxed setting so we spent um, the last six months uh, refurbishing the building 
and we did a very soft launch um, towards the end of April. Um, and we're going in for the hard launch with, within the, for want of a better expression, mm. in the next couple of weeks because we have just recently uh, done a show in Coventry, which was so wonderful, Scott, because I think I might have mentioned last time that, that as a business and in this industry mm. of hair replacement, hair loss solutions, hair extensions, there are so many exhibitions that go on, um, like Salon International, for instance, which we have been um, exhibiting at since the 1970s. This is a new barber show that we did in Coventry, and it was just the first one back since the pandemic, as they've all started opening again. And it was, it was really exciting. Mm. It was just so lovely to be amongst everybody again. So, yes, so that was that was good. And I just know that Daddy would be so very proud of Mark. And and now that we're refurbishing our London premises, um, mm. which is why Mark couldn't be here today on the podcast because he's dealing with many varieties of builders right now. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's coming along ever so well, if you want me to speak about that a little. Yeah, absolutely right. And with the sort of hard launch, as we say, sort of coming up over the next couple of weeks, um, there must be some yeah. uh, very big plans for that, uh, for sure. So well, I think we'll touch on that. And uh, of course, yeah, then we can talk about uh, what's going on uh, back at oh. that spiritual home in East London, for sure. Okay, yeah, thank you. So yeah, so with the um, with, the, with the big launch in Chelmsford, um, there's many, many salons there, many hair replacement companies, but there, there is no, nobody like us. And this is a really good thing for the, for the salons in Essex, particularly because rather than do a next day delivery, well, we provide next day delivery. Um, they can get a delivery within five minutes. You know, if a client comes in or they don't have the right color or something, our warehouse has been moved well, the majority of the warehouse has been moved from London to Chelmsford. So it's very, very convenient for everybody there. And the other thing that we've started to do, and this is um, sort of in conjunction with moving to Chelmsford, is um, we started to um, work with, well, we're starting to work with influencers now, which we've never done before. Mm. So we have, um, we found a wonderful girl who has, I think about 800,000 followers on TikTok and I think 100,000 on Instagram. And um, so we're doing a little something with her right now just to test the waters and um, looking to uh, really sort of go down that route more um, because that is something I guess one must do with the whole social media aspect because mm. there is so much out there and, you know, I don't know too much about all of it I, I definitely touch on 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 all of those those, those different um what's a good word Scott what's a good word platforms maybe platforms but, I would uh, say thankfully thankfully I'm a member of the leaders council so I can always <laughs> turn to you guys for the most supreme advice in 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 all of these things thank you for that so very much you are an incredible team and Mark and I love being a part of uh, of your company so thank you. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's been great for us as well to really kind of capture and broadcast that journey that hair development has been on over the uh, the course of the uh, the last couple of years. And I suppose we, you spoke about the pandemic earlier and how it was good getting everybody sort of mm -hmm. back together in Coventry. And it kind of felt almost like a reawakening of the industry. And I think, I suppose it's kind of mirrored in hair developments, hasn't it? With the fact that, you know, you are reawakening as a business. You're not just obviously expanding to Chelmsford, but you're also kind of 
doing up that spiritual home in East London that obviously you've uh, had for so, so many years and sort of yeah. relaying the roots, if you will. And I suppose it's only fitting, therefore, that as all of this is going on, that that's also something that you're focusing on. So I think it's only right that we also talk about that. And of course, uh, you mentioned that it's the reason Mark, unfortunately, couldn't be with us today. So what's he getting his teeth stuck into at the moment on that side? Uh, OK, so so what we're doing is we, we're refurbishing the whole of um the East London, the headquarters, and uh, we've had the builders in there for, gosh, a couple of months now. Um, some of it's done. <laughs> some of it is being done now, which is why I couldn't even go into the office to record this podcast um, because the, the, there's builders everywhere. But what we're doing is we are we're focusing so much now on our training because it's such a vital part of the industry. Mm. So we've got this major focus on barbers because barbers are, I mean, of course, barbers are busy all the time, nonstop, and, and their customers go in there every couple of weeks to get their hair done. But, but I know that when I go to shows and I watch the barbers, it, I'm just transfixed by the fact that they are so incredibly artistic and so creative. Mm. And the, the unfortunate thing being in that business is just to put this tiny negative slant on it only if you don't know what you're doing is 60%, probably closer to 70%, of their clients will lose their hair. And when they do, the barbers don't know what to do and the client doesn't know where to go. So we are training barbers with um, with a special course called Life After the Beard, which shows them how to care for their hair forever so that the client has the security of not having to go anywhere else. And of course, the salon owner or the barber has the security of making their clients feel and look fantastic mm. because they can start them off literally when they just start to experience the tiniest bit of hair loss that nobody would even notice. This is the place to begin this um, replacement of hair. So this program will enable barbers to take their careers to new heights. And we offer that in both the non-surgical hair replacement and hair, laser hair regrowth techniques, which has an 80% success rate for hair regrowth. So we're expanding on that part of the business. We'll, we're doing the training and the laser regrowth therapy, both in London and Chelmsford, as well as our experts traveling the UK to train people, if they prefer, in their own salons. And it's a um, very specialized um, clinical laser machine that um, is developed it's non-invasive. It takes literally, you could sit under it for 15 or 20 minutes, a couple of times a week, possibly. It's just like going in for a, just a moment of relaxation in the day and knowing that, you know, these amazing things can happen to your hair. It can stimulate the, the follicles and it gets the, the blood going and it stimulates the hair regrowth so that it can thicken existing hair. And this is proven and effective and, of course, painless. And these benefits are crucial to hair follicles being stimulated, repaired, improved, strengthened. So 80% success rate is a wonderful figure. And in the 20% that perhaps it doesn't work for, they'll still be guaranteed a full head of hair because that's what, that's what we do best. That's where we can help always. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry about yeah, I do miss Mark not being here because he's just he's such an incredible business person and the financial brains that he has having spent 
20 years prior to hair development in the um, fraud department at Barclays. Mm. He knows pretty much everything about the business side that one could know. And then um, creatively, we do work very well together because so much of the stuff I do on my own, but there's an awful lot as well that he and I do do together. Um, Like, for instance, this new brochure that we've just designed together and created, which Mm. is so much fun because you can do these things on your own now without really having to go anywhere. So, that's uh, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, fantastic. And I'd certainly like to go into a little bit more about that because that's just another sort of exciting part of this new journey that Hair Development is on the release of the uh, the brochure. Of course, you've designed it together. And I think um, obviously what yeah. you said there as well, Janice, um, just sort of it tells you an awful lot about sort of real leadership, doesn't it? I mean, even though we might be, you know, in senior roles within businesses, it's so often the case that we know we we don't know everything and we have to kind of show that authentic side of ourselves that, you know, we don't have all of the answers for every single question. And this is why we have teams of people, isn't it, to bring different skills to the table. And it certainly seems that yourself and Mark have complemented each other very well with your with your respective skill sets. And it's really sort of driving the uh, the business forward and the brochure's the next big thing on the uh, the horizon. So um, let's, let's hear a little bit more about that. Well, we've just... Um... We've just done a, a small version now, which is actually out. The mm. uh, yeah, the, the brochure. You know, it was just so much fun because Mark and I we're cousins. You know, we have a great relationship and we're very, very, very good friends as mm. well as business partners. But just to be able to work on this together, choosing all the models and um, all the writing and the, the the things that we did want to put in here, because it is literally this is a brochure in a nutshell of a brochure. Um, it just sort of briefly touches on the most vital parts of what we do, which is the education is huge because once you are certified in the art of hair replacement, you can take that career anywhere, anywhere in the world, really. And you can also always do it as a mobile stylist if you ever chose to, rather than being in a salon. But it tells you about the education. It explains the hair to you. It explains the different methods. You know, now we have launched our very own first ever hair development brand, having branded for big companies for decades. um, We brought out our own, which is called HD Elite, which is, should I tell you a little about that? Absolutely. Yeah, certainly. We'd love to. It's it's European Supreme Quality Hair. And the, the unusual thing about this is it's, it's exclusive to us in the UK. So hair extensions, obviously, everybody wants better hair, more hair, more beautiful hair. There's lots of different things, kinds out there, the same way there is in any business, whether it's clothing or what dentist you go to or, you know, what airline you fly, anything. You're always going to get a huge range. But this is a, an unparalleled, unique, versatile system, which we created with our Remy Cuticle Human Hair. Remy is quite a well-known word in the hair industry, but a lot of people don't know quite what it actually means. True Remy hair means that all the hair is going in the same direction, mm. which people have to be careful of when they buy lesser quality hair or you know cheap hair. I don't even like using that word, but it has to be hair that is ethically sourced. But with this, um, this technique, it's, incredible really because there's there's no shedding there's no adhesive no tape no chemicals no solvents no mess therefore no damage at all to the hair 
with extensions, they don't hurt the hair unless it's not a good product. And again, it's the same with anything, really. So it's a, it's a very clever, very strong flat weft, which, uh, look, I know a lot of people out there don't probably want to know the ins and outs of exactly the way this works. But I would just like to say that it is the kind of product that won't flood the market. We won't supply more than one person in a certain area with this product. It's not like when you go to the high street and perhaps you can Mm. go and get extensions in seven different salons. It won't be like that. This is something really, really special, which took a long time. It's, it's It's a very exciting new product, and we are really looking forward to launching that um in Chelmsford, which we will be doing actually within the next couple of weeks. I mean that's along with all the other um hair replacement methods we do and and the women's hair replacement and the men's hair replacement, which are different, but can I just touch on that subject for a moment, please? Yes, certainly, yeah. Because because I say men's and women's, they are different. Um, in the way that they're made and the sizing and the fact that men have different foreheads from women. Women always go straight. Men tend to slope backwards. But touching on the whole, if I may, diversity and inclusion, if that's okay, just Mm. for a moment, would that be all right? Yes, absolutely. So hair development has always been a safe and inclusive space for the trans community. And I'm talking about for decades. Really, it's always been very important for us to provide this space, make it known, so that trans people will know that they are safe when they come to hair development, as is everybody. I mean, safety, of course, it sort of goes without saying that's the minimum, but we want to make sure that people feel validated, accepted, and celebrated for who they are, whoever they are. But this has been something that we have done for so long, and I know that it's all in the news right now, and I know a lot of people are just sort of trying to get into this um, inclusive way of thinking, but we have always been like that. We have been like that with the trans community, drag queens, trans women, and how we've retained these clients over decades, really. And just wanted you to know that when I talk about this, we're not jumping on a bandwagon because of the fact that people are becoming more aware of diversity and inclusion issues, Mm. which, of course, Everybody should, and we're always open and receptive to to everybody because not everybody gets everything right all the time, but we do understand how difficult it is, especially for trans women to experience hair loss um, because that could potentially worsen the feelings of gender dysphoria. They might feel less feminine or maybe more vulnerable, and we don't want that because this is a place where you come in and you do leave hair development with self-esteem and confidence and not everybody experiences hair loss in the same way Mm. and they don't all have the same feelings about it but everybody's experience is valid and we provide and have provided for so long for any stage of transitioning or natural hair growth the journey of natural hair growth but but that goes the same with with everybody that we do care for, because I, I, I have mentioned this before, but I must mention it again. It's, it's not just the replacement and the extensions. It's people that have had to go through chemotherapy or people that have suffered from um, alopecia or um, 
other issues which can which can like like there's an OCD. Um, it's a type of OCD. It's called trichotillomania, which means people compulsively pull their hair out, mm. or their hair is malnourished due to an eating disorder, possibly. So this kind of hair loss has a terrible impact on people, and there is so. I, I know we spoke briefly last year on the whole mental health impact of mm. hair loss, but yes, I guess we didn't go into such depth and. People cope with it however they want to, whether they want to seek solutions or whether they don't. But we've always been here. We've always thought the same way. We've just never really spoken loudly about it because a long time ago, people didn't really. But I, I just wanted to say that it's very important to us that everybody's experiences are valid and that we offer always a compassionate and safe space for clients for them to speak freely and feel heard. And that's the way we've always been. And we're very proud of ourselves for that. And rightfully so as well. And it is only really due to the case that it is becoming far more of a, you know, a topic that's in the limelight, um, diversity mm-hmm. and inclusion, mental health and well-being as well, um, that it is being given the traction that it is at the moment. And that certainly is very, yeah. very positive. But I suppose for the likes of yourselves, um, you, you must feel proud to know that you've been kind of ahead of the curve with it in a sense, because we've seen, haven't we, that um, COVID has exposed vast sort of social inequalities. I mean, we're talking a lot more about our own well-being more than ever before, because again, it's raised awareness of that. When really, yeah. I mean the likes of yourselves you've been clued upon that from sort of many 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 years ago and i suppose it's it's good in a sense that you you're now being validated in the approach that you've had for so many years aren't you in that way perhaps that is a really good way to look at it scott because i i know that my father god rest his soul was always very inclusive with everybody he never turned his back on anybody he would always help everyone so from when i was a little girl and I would go into the salon. You know, I would sit there. I had this special, um, this, this big pink padded board that they made me to lift me up so that I could uh, reach under the hairdryer with my hair full of rollers. And and our our salon was always full of everybody, whether it was, you know, my, my bubba, my grandmother, and all the, the much, much older ladies who would come in for a shampoo and set with salmon sandwiches in their handbags, or a transvestite sitting amongst them, you know, everybody was included, the mm. young women and, and the, the women in the, the in the fashion icons. And my father used to style the hair of royalty and movie stars, um, Glynis Johns, for instance. And it's always been a very inclusive space. And I do think that my father had the foresight. And it's not just the foresight, you know, I think it's just the way he was. He just felt for everybody. He was... He was a wonderful man. He had so much compassion and empathy and he would listen to everybody and he would never, ever turn his back on anybody. So we are just following in his beautiful footsteps. And I know that 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 um, I feel like that he is a guiding light for us. Mm. And um, Mark and I have been so excited about, about this move to Chelmsford that we are even discussing where our third city might be. Mm. Not yet, but maybe we'll start thinking about that within the next year. 
And it would be fantastic. And I'm sure he'd be immensely proud of the direction the company is going in as well, sort of expanding in that way. And I, th- I think it's so true that, you know, we've talked a lot about the impact that looking good and feeling good because you know your hair has been done and uh, whatever issue might have has been sorted the impact that that has on your well-being and the inclusivity of that is so so important because i think everybody should have the right to good mental health and well-being shouldn't they good self-esteem and absolutely of course it's vital isn't it it's just vital for our everyday functioning and people handle it in different ways too don't they scott Mm. i mean some people might just have a cup of tea and a custard cream and feel better. I mean, I know that I can do that. And, and from a little tiny thing, you can actually feel better. And other people need more help. But as you say, if people need help, then they should be able to get help. Because we are all in this together. And when you spoke earlier, Scott, I'm sorry if I didn't touch on it too much. But when you spoke earlier about, about the whole teamwork and mm. needing help, well, of course, you know, unless unless a person is in a, literally a solitary job, even if they are, they're not really, are they? Because, I mean, you think of somebody, say, like um, a night porter or a, a security guard who just guards an empty building at night. Well, he he wouldn't be doing that job if that building wasn't thriving during the day with, a, with hundreds of people inside it. Or a writer sitting in their writer's chair at the bottom of their garden. It's all very well. It's not really solitary because once they've written that, where will they go? You know, they need to get it published and find an agent. And anybody, anybody that is planting a flower, it's not solitary. We all need each other. And I really was hoping so fervently that this pandemic would show us that we all should be kinder to each other. And I think it it is that way for a lot of people. I don't know as perhaps as much as a lot of us hoped it might be but we've got one life we need to take care of each other and Mm. it's so important to help each other along the way because helping people doesn't take anything away from you you know it just enhances your well-being I think and other people's as well I've just come from doing some voluntary work I go every couple of weeks Mm. um, in my synagogue where I served lunch to the older adults and I came from there and came straight here onto the podcast today because that's something I do like to do. And our oldest person there is, um, it's her birthday next month. She's, she'll be 106. We were talking about her, her party and mm. it's just, you know, it's wonderful. I mean, I love to speak to them. They're so wise and they've been through so much and they love to get together and, we love to serve them. So I just think that doing things together is so much more preferable. It, it really does make life quite sweet. It does, absolutely. And we're, we're social creatures, aren't we, ultimately, as human beings as well. It's so mm-hmm. important. And I think getting together in that sense, I mean, even within business, I mean, they call them those sort of water cooler moments, don't they, in the US, yeah. where we're together, we're sharing ideas sure. and this yeah. is crucial for, for everything, not just, of course, our well-being and our social interactions, but also for things like innovation as well. And uh, the, these are key to us, and it's going to be key for us as people, it's going to be key for our well-being, and it's going to be key for progress, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, that, that's, you're so right. I can't even add anything to that. You just 
put it beautifully. Yeah, it's fantastic. And um, like I say, I'm sure that um, hair development is going to be playing such a key role in facilitating that over the course of the year, the next few months and indeed years, because it is ultimately a social space, isn't it? As well as one where you come out feeling like your self-esteem is being given that most urgent boost. And talking about sort of the the immediate future for the business, Janice, just before we wrap up, and um, we've talked about all of this incredible stuff that's going on behind the scenes at the moment, the great plans on the horizon. So if we say looking ahead one year from now, what is it that you're hoping to sort of really have achieved in summary with all of that going on? Well, I, I hope that that we'll be that we'll continue doing what we're doing. I mean, we're always looking ahead. we and with the pandemic having lifted more, the not the pandemic, the the um, the closures of the pandemic. Mark and I can head back into our research and development mm. more than we than we have because um, that's something we were working really hard on before the pandemic struck because we do have some really good ideas. And um, I want to um, I want to give a shout out, if I may. Mm, Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. Um, thank you. I, I just want to give a shout out to my own daughter, Tallulah, because I've learned so much from her with um, with a greater understanding of mental health and well-being and psychology because last year she graduated from the University of Cambridge mm. with a degree in psychological and behavioral science. Now, I can't pretend to understand all that she knows, but she continued working on a paper with two of her professors and another student and Cambridge put that paper out for publication and it has just been accepted. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm very grateful that um, I have a greater understanding of everything that is around because the generational differences between us all is so vast, is so insanely different because of the fact that, you know, the way we grew up with three television channels mm. and like notebook and pen. And so I think it's important when you were talking earlier about teamwork as well, we can learn so much too from the younger generation. I mean, I hope that they, they can learn from us as well. But um, I'm always open to advice and I'm never, ever afraid to ask for it because um, I think that's what makes the world go around. I think that's very right, isn't it? And even when we are in than you know the most senior positions within businesses within organizations or even within governments let's say we never are the finished article are we there is always something else to learn and ultimately everything is a school day and i think it's about accepting that and embracing that that Mm -hmm. ultimately is what sort of being in those positions and what leading really is all about isn't it i think so i think yes because i think that um leading or being a member of the leaders council or whatever line of work you're in we 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 all really do want to help each other. I just think it's so important, and I just think that you know sometimes you might come across somebody who's a little grumpy or cross or something, but you just don't know what people are going through. Mm. Saying that, I think that um, I think one should always treat people with absolute kindness and respect, always. And um, I think the majority of people perhaps are these days. What do you think, Scott? 
I think we're seeing some real progress on that side of things. Yeah, I think yeah, progress. I, I, I do think that we're moving away from, particularly from a leadership perspective, more of that kind of command and control sort of toxic environments. And we're now seeing mm-hmm. that more sort of compassionate, inclusive leadership where leaders themselves are showing their own vulnerability a lot more because yeah. um, that authenticity, it, it's so, so important in the uh, the modern day for leaders to be able to do that. And it helps bring people on board with them as well because you want those that you're working with, be they above you, be they on the same level below you, you want them to be accessible. And so I think it is incredibly important to kind of show that very kind of open door policy, if you will. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Speaking of open doors, um, yeah, one of the things that Mark is heading stateside later this year to visit some of our clients because obviously we haven't been able to um, any of us to see each other. We have quite a, a lot of big clients over in the states, so um, he will he will be heading over there to to see them, and we'll just be taking care of our headquarters, Chelmsford, and our research and development. And we do have a, a good idea that we have been thinking about. Um, it's it's a it's a charity project, mm. so we will get our heads down with that, and um, you know, just sort of hope and and pray that we just continue to to do well and to help people. What else can we do, really? Absolutely right. And if you hold true to those values, of course, now and into the future, I mean, you will never go far wrong. I think that's very very true. And uh, um, just of course for any listeners as well um, who've been tuning in today and listening to sort of the incredible story behind hair development and what's going on there should you be you know a business owner yourself or the head of your own organization and you have a story like this or a different story to share with us here then we do also want to hear from you as well so you too can apply to be on our program via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply just something there to think about it's incredible isn't it just to see the direction that the business is going in now and obviously we've talked about how you know your father Janice would be incredibly proud of where hair development is going and I suppose that goes for the entire family doesn't it because it is very much a family affair hair development and your mother as well as also were actively involved in the business even today isn't she so I can imagine that sort of on your father's behalf as well she also carries a great deal of that pride. She, she does Scott my mother Irene um started the business with my father while he was building himself up as a hairstylist she would be cleaning the floors and um, cleaning the pins up off the floor and just always in the backbone of the absolute business and my father would tell her everything about the business through their 58 years of marriage he would discuss every aspect with her every night when he came home so there wasn't anything that she Sorry about the double, double negative, but there wasn't anything about the business that she wasn't aware of or didn't know about and mm. has had some of the great ideas over the, over the years. And when we were talking a little bit earlier, I just wanted to touch really so briefly on this, but when you were speaking about the fact that everything is done through teamwork and how we all help each other, you know, mm. I just obviously, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm successful as, as an actor and I'm successful in business, but I couldn't do anything without my family, Scott. You know, they really do. Um, they're just always there for me. My father, my wonderful, wonderful late father, Vedel, and and my my mother, Irene, and my daughter, Tallulah, and my cousin, Mark, and the rest of the family, because we do come from a large family. But, but my, my core people, they are just everything to me. And that's, 
that's all. <laughs> that's all I wanted to. That's, yeah, I think yeah. that's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Um, Janice, um, from my perspective, it's been so wonderful having you join us on the uh, the show again to talk about the Aww. latest goings on, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, um, likewise, it would be great as well to sort of catch up over the uh, the coming months just to see how things are developing because we talked about the latest developments. There's plenty more in the pipeline. It'd be good to see how, you know, where sort of Mark's voyage goes and, how things are going with the new charitable project as well. Sounds all very, very exciting oh, indeed. Scott, thank you. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Um, you are wonderful to speak to and you make me feel really comfortable. So thank you for that. And my best wishes to the family and look forward to speaking soon. Yes, likewise. It'll be fantastic to welcome you onto the show in future, Janice. And uh, by all means, until then, do take care and do stay safe with all still going on in the world thank as well. You. Thank you, Scott. Take care. Love to all. Absolutely. Okay. And that goes for all of our listeners um, as well tuning in today. I do hope that you thoroughly enjoyed our interview with Janice Levy from Hair Development. And um, as I say, please do visit leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply if you do feel that you want to come and share your story with us too. Um, for now, you have been listening to the Leaders Council podcast with your host, Scott Chaloner, today. And to all, take care and goodbye. <laughs>